Hello, hello. Welcome to the second episode of Beyond the Recipe, a blue cheese podcast hello. hosted on Akrawi Day Radio. Hello. Um, my hello. name is Salma. And of course, with my co-host. I'm Kiko. Also known as Chef Keeks. <laughs> um, so, like we said on the last episode, we are going to be talking about a food topic and relating it to a general one. And today's topics are tacos and fashion. Shout out to Shoshito. <laughs> She's been our, what do you call it, our expert opinion on the fashion side. Because uh, none of us are. Okay, I'm sorry. I am not the best of dressers. I always need multiple opinions to put my things together. Kiko is, as Omi can testify to. Let's let's not do this, please. <laughs> let's let's end it there. I don't know how to dress, please. I wear sweatpants all the time. Jokes, please. jokes. Okay. When we post this podcast, we're going to post pictures of you underneath. Anyway, wow. tacos mm-hmm. and fashion. What is a taco, chef? A uh, taco is an open face sandwich, which originates from the latino world i don't know if it has a one one singular origin point but all i know is that tacos are the food of mexico almost everything mexico is eating as a taco correct me if i'm wrong but based on all the research i've done they eat almost everything with a tortilla Mm -hmm. which means that almost everything is a taco but a taco is basically an open face sandwich um, a Latino type of an open face sandwich, which is usually made up of a tortilla, some kind of protein element. I mean, they are vegan tacos, which are only made up of like plants, like fruits and stuff. But traditionally, it should be a tortilla, a protein element, and then some form of salsa or sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is the for me. It was my introduction to. Mexican food. It was what I used to understand all the other things that they eat in Mexico. We love tacos here at Blue Cheese. Yeah. I personally can't get enough. I could eat tacos seven days a week, 365 days a year. I don't really mind. <laughs> it's and funny enough, we could eat tacos for that like for that long. And never and, repeat one. And never eat repeat one. It's it's absolutely amazing. I really, really love tacos. But that's just from a very superficial level because I love to eat them. Why do you love tacos? I like tacos also primarily, like I said in the previous, I'm a texture person. Tacos are textural heaven. I watched a show on Netflix, I believe, Ugly Delicious. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, someone made a quote there, which I think is like, it has lived with me. You know, he said, tacos are the most delicious, most delicious thing per square inch. So if you take a square inch of a taco, the amount of deliciousness you can get in that, you probably won't be able to get that anywhere else. And it's not just the texture of the meat. It's a texture heaven. The tortillas have their own nice, unique texture. Mm. The, the pickle. The, the sauces. The sauces. The, the meats. Everything has its texture and it's usually a flavor explosion. And it is finished mostly bites. by lime. That acid punch at the end is why I am in love with tacos the most because it's the only it was the first thing I ate which used lime juice in its raw form and it was such a big changer for me mm-hmm. when I started doing my own research and discovery of the kinds of food I like and the like kind of food I like to serve tacos were the one thing that I started learning about that blew my mind because of that acidic injection at the end. 
So if we were to compare tacos to fashion, to putting together an outfit to go anywhere, whether professionally, whether casually, to just go out to be friends, how would you make that comparison? A taco, there's nothing like that's a taco and that's not a taco. A taco is as freestyle as it can come. You can have a taco which is built a certain way. So if you say, let's say I'm making a carnitas taco, because you've put it in the box of a carnitas taco, there will be a way you have to go about treating the meat and the other things that you add to it. Same thing with fashion. If I have to go to the office, because I've decided I'm going to the office and I work in a bank, I have to dress to suit the work, the style of a bank. If your bank says you can only wear black suits and a white shirt, you can still change whatever you wear with that. You can decide to wear brown belt and wear brown shoe. You can decide to wear a wristwatch which would stand out. You can decide to cut your hair a certain way. You can decide that you will have a beard if your bank allows you to keep a beard. You can decide to add so many different things which are personal to that thing and it will end up being your own thing. So... I can say carnitas as a box, but carnitas can be, I can eat carnitas every day of the year and still change how I treat and and have different flavors because of the little, little additions I can add, which are personal. So in the same way with fashion, you can dress the way you feel, but if you have to put it inside a box, which is like where you are going, if you you are trying to be formal or something, you still get to dress within that context and still allow yourself to express to be expressive in your clothing. Okay. With fashion, there are obviously different kinds. There's street fashion, mm-hmm. there's Ghanaian fashion, there's street fashion in China, there's fashion in Japan, there's, um, what do you call it, runway fashion, which... There's high uh, fashion. Yeah, there's high fashion. There's, there's Kanye fashion. There's <laughs> Met Gala fashion. There's so many kinds of ways people express the way they feel, the way they are, through the dressing. You mentioned carnitas, so that's obviously a kind of taco. Are there as many varieties of tacos as there are? Um, yeah, like um, like in Japan, when it comes to ramen and how every single like general place in Japan has a different kind of ramen that they serve. It's the same thing. Every different part of Mexico has a different kind of taco that they are known for. Usually, a taco is... You can, you can say there's a kind or a type of taco based on what goes into the taco. The taco is always going to be tortilla, some kind of meat, something like that. But you can have like birria style tacos. Birria style tacos are, um, they're usually made with goats or mutton. Okay. And it's like a canita, but it's made with, it's like a slow cooked goats. And then they chop it up and then they fill the tacos with it. Normally they even sear those on a flat top. So it has an extra crispy, it's very oily and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's that there's taco al pastor, which is um it's basically a shawarma by a taco. So when the Lebanese people, I think Lebanese people migrated to Mexico, they took shawarma with them, mm-hmm. and then they couldn't find their regular flatbread. So they, they used tortillas. They used tortillas, and then so it's like a shawarma, the same way they pile it on the spit. Mm-hmm. Obviously, because it's in, it's from it's al pastor, the technique is the same as that from Lebanon, but the spices would change because, oh yeah, because they'll use what we'll find there. So that that would be the same way um, a shawarma is done, but you eat it as a taco. taco okay. There's like I said, canitas. Canitas yeah. usually pork, and then it's slow cooked, 
and then you increase the temperature so it has like a crispy outside but a soft juicy middle there's they are vegetarian tacos, tacos yeah. basically like fashion like you, you mentioned it just depends on what you want the fact that there's Ghanaian street fashion and there's Jamaican street fashion does not mean I can't wear Jamaican street fashion in Ghana mm-hmm. right it's basically for me the reason why I like tacos also is because once you get the structure right you can put whatever I want in it I've made tacos with bambara beans with mushrooms with chicken pork lamb shrimp, shrimp lobster lobster tilapia catfish sausage you can name it bacon <coughs> as long as you know that there's a particular mangoes. structure that you are going with you can actually do whatever you you can do with a taco there's no real there are kinds based on how you treat what goes inside but there are no real limitations exactly no real limitations at all as with fashion we're going to come to your favorite part now let's pick each component of a taco and break it down okay. as simply as possible okay. so we start from the base so esotia uh i don't want to ask how esotia made because that's a whole other thing but you want to give a brief description of a tortilla and what to add to a taco in its own way okay so tortillas are the base they are to me they're the most essential part of a taco mm-hmm. without them i don't think you can call something a taco <coughs> right so tortillas are a flatbread mexican or south american flatbread they are very they are made with a traditional tortilla is made from nixtamalized corn (laughs) please so nixtamalization is treating corn with a lime base so that it will change and decompose certain aspects and increase certain things so that you can get something called masa Right, so nixtamalization and fermentation are similar, but they're not the same. One is a chemical action, and one is a bacterial action. So what we do to corn in Ghana is we ferment it. Mm-hmm. That's bacterial action. What they do to corn in Mexico and other parts of South America from the Aztec world mm-hmm. is they use lime. So they nixtamalize. <laughs> yeah, it's very confusing. Please forgive me. They nixtamalize corn, but that gives you a different kind of product at the end, end of, the of the process, right? So I like to say that when he says masa, he doesn't mean like the masa that can be eaten with kose. Not that masa, because the first time you said it, I was thinking in my head, they make masa. You know masa, right? No, I'm confused. Oh wow, um, masa masa. It's like kose, okay. but it's not kose. I forgot what pinkasso. it's called. I'm a very terrible. Is it like pinkasso? Is it? Is it pinkasso? I think we might be talking about the same thing. They Please, if, if anybody's listening and can tell us the difference, it's like a sprinkle of sugar. Is that it? No, no no, 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 okay. no. No, it's not a sprinkle of sugar. Okay, okay. But if anybody is listening and can what accurately describe masa for me. But if I f- I'll ask my mother, and I come back and tell you. But okay. yeah, it's not that masa. So no, no. masa is um, the corn product of mixamalization. So you literally mix that with water, knead it a little, let it rest, and then you press those and cook them on high heat. That's basically how you get tortillas. There are different sizes. There are different kinds. Mm-hmm. But in Ghana, I found it very difficult to be able to make masa, mm-hmm. and I've not found a place where I, I can get dry masa to make. So what is available here is flour tortillas. Mm-hmm. You can make flour tortillas, but I recently discovered that flour tortillas are 
hot pressed and that's what gives them the texture in which they get every time i try to do tortillas i end up with something that tastes like flat tea bread maybe i'm doing it wrong but mm-hmm. i watched a master class on flat tortillas and that's what the guy said that he uses flat um, a hot press oh, okay. but corn tortillas are cold pressed and right? corn tortillas harder that's the hard shell no, the hard, sh- okay. the hard yeah. shell is shaped and desiccated okay so a hard shell taco can be corn corn or, or can be flour, flour. Okay. okay but flat tortillas came about because the caucasians <laughs> missed their flour so what's now yeah so they made a tortilla Out which of. reminded them of white flour that's oh. what that's what tortilla flour is oh yes the caucasians so, are at it again so it's, it's basically like a fusion dish it's basically, basically yeah, a basically. fusion tortilla right and that's fine because it's actually delicious too but it's the base it's usually for tacos they're usually pliable mm-hmm. they are soft and pliable, pliable yeah. and i haven't had um pita bread i hope that's what they call i think i think that's pita i haven't had actual pita, pita bread, bread. Yeah. the pita bread i've had out here is a little dry mm-hmm. for me but tortillas are like they are i don't know whether to say they're even moist they have a texture that i enjoy i personally enjoy the that texture an amount of moisture to it so it's not completely dry and it's pliable and it allows you to stuff it with a lot of things and then yeah so that's a tortilla what I guess. it's basically a blank surface it has its own sort of T- taste taste but, but it's a little of a blank surface for you to pile everything on isn't it exactly okay um you mentioned that when you make what do you call it when you try to make tortillas it tastes to you like flat tea, tea bread, bread. Yeah. isn't that also a vibe on its own take, take it, it is but can that also be a vibe on that its own? can be a, i mean i did it I did at the house. The, the guys enjoyed it. It's a personal preference. Uh-huh. I was shooting for what I buy in the pack. Oh, okay. Right. But if, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But you, I personally if you, feel... If mm-hmm. you achieve what you buy in the pack, like if you're able to make that yourself, would you consider using the tea bread in quotes version as an actual version of a taco for you? I haven't honestly haven't thought about it. But why not? Okay. It's, it's a flavor that I've been used to since i was like two or three yeah tea bread is a very familiar exactly so building textures on that would be astounding i think it would be a nostalgic experience for people because it's something foreign but something familiar as well that's a good idea yeah i'll I'll look into that okay you know building ideas during the podcast yeah anyway what would be the fashion equivalent of a tortilla hmm Hmm. <laughs> One more. <laughs> I think the fashion. I actually haven't thought about this, but I think the fashion equivalent would be. Please, someone should correct me if I'm more like. I won't say t-shirts and trousers, but basically the the general coverings. Okay. The the base before you put everything else on top of so, it. Before you put on your necklace or your jewelry and you start. Not your necessarily. Hair. Like the tortilla is. Let's say I want to wear jeans, I want to wear trousers and a t-shirt. That's the base. What trousers and t-shirts you wear is where you become, okay, am I doing corn tortilla or flat tortilla? Oh, okay. So if you want to wear a dress, the base is the fact that the tortilla is, oh, I've decided I want to wear a dress. Okay. Now, I think the difference that comes in is, do I want to wear a short dress or a, a long, long dress? dress or a, sun, a summer dress or... A that's when you decide what 
tortilla. It is after you've decided that dress, then you say, okay, I want to wear these shoes, and I want to wear this necklace, and I want to wear these earrings. So those fixings is what becomes the other things that goes into the taco, if I can say. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're done with the tortilla. Let's go to protein. That's the next level. So after the tortilla, you put the protein on top. Yeah. So the protein is, I said the tortilla is the most essential part. Mm-hmm. But the protein is the body of your taco. Yeah. Protein. In certain cases, I mean, tofu is also protein. So yeah, whether plant or whether, animal, whether plant-based or protein, protein or animal protein, there's is. mostly a protein element to a taco, and that is where all the power happens. That is what determines most of the base textures of your dish. So, as much as other things would accentuate and give their own texture, the base textures of the dish would come from the protein. So let's say if you are eating a braya star, which is made with goat, mm-hmm. goat has a texture. Even though yes. you can braise goat and lamb and pork, all the products that come out are different. Goat will have its own unique texture. Mm-hmm. Goat will have its own unique flavor. So the main flavor and texture base of your taco is the protein. And I want to stress, <laughs> you can put anything in the taco. Any protein at all? As long as it fits within it, shell and will fit comfortably into your mouth. And it's it won't fine. kill you. If you go and put something that has bones and stuff, obviously, obviously it's going to yeah. hit you. And it's going to take away a lot from it. But anything you can strip down into little pieces, you can put between. So your, your protein aspect, that's why we can eat. And you can do anything to the protein, yes? Yeah. Anything at all. Yeah, that's why we can eat tacos every day of the year and still change it because you can decide for too much i'm going to eat only beef buy different kinds of beef cook the different kinds of beef in different ways ways. and you have a different taco every time yeah so if i was relating that to um fashion i'd like to say that the meat would be the theme with which you're addressing you have to explain i'm a little lost so like you said am i going to the office okay or am I going to the... Am I going to meet friends? Am I going to meet my friends? If I go to the office, you wear a suit. If I go to meet your friends, you wear your sweatpants and your joggers and stuff. The office, have it depends on your kind of office. Exactly. But then, I'm just trying to like... Yeah. Fix the, so, like, formal and let's say informal. Wow. The theme would be, oh, today I want to dress, let's say, Ghanaian streetwear. So, you wear your tie and dye t-shirt. But that is always at the back of your mind when you are wearing the clothes. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So because it's at the back of your mind when you're wearing the clothes, everything else goes around it. The meat is what will tell you what salsa to use. The meat is what will tell you what kind of tortilla to use. Because I can't do certain tacos now because I don't have corn tortillas. I cannot do a brea style taco here. Okay. Because I'm, I if I've I never do, seen you use goats. If I do the, um, the goats, the tortilla would work, but I need to be able to toast them on okay. the flat top, a, a flat tortilla won't be able to do it as effectively. So that determines. So I think in a relation, that would be more like the theme. So it's it's the main thing around which everything in your taco is built. Okay. Do you understand? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I get that. So it can be anything. The same way you can wear anything, but then the theme for today is pork. So we are doing canitas. Then now you know how to treat your canitas and eventually come out with that mm-hmm. taco. Um, does the meat have to be the soft that's the protein so it's not always meat does the protein have to be 
soft does it have to be i don't know how me personally i can't eat hard meat it's i can but i'm not Depending going to put i'm not going to put wele in a taco you can enjoy it but i feel like but i think it's could be stress unless you're going to cube up the wele that could work so if i go to cube it up you are you are enhancing the experience of eating the wele yes right which means that even if it's hard and after one bite you are, done, people, you are done chewing everything because mm-hmm. it's totally soft. The yeah. vegetables will be soft. The salsa will just be the you salsa. Just be, yeah, so you are done chewing. Chew, chew, chew really. It's weird. Okay. So it's not necessarily soft, Pull apart. Up, but it should be soft enough for you to be able to finish it all in one bite without necessarily leaving something behind. Okay. Because sometimes you would, let's say, int- like sometimes I would under season certain things. Because certain things pack an extra punch. Okay. So like yesterday's tacos, mm-hmm. I under seasoned the beef just a little because I wanted it to, be able to taste the butter shabaki sauce on top. On top, if and the shabaki sauce brought exactly. out a whole lot for but the if beef. But if you if you if you don't put that into consideration, what's going to happen is that you won't have that balance. Mm-hmm. And when a person is done chewing it, now they are trying like, mm, this meat cry is not really nice because the other things which are supposed to play with it, it are not there. Exactly. Okay. So are we done with the protein yeah, part so. of it? Okay. So salsas, which is probably the most expensive part. The salsas are... So the taco is the most essential part. The protein is... The body? The body. It is the body. But the taco is your jewelry. The, the, the sauces. Salsa. The sauces are your jewelry, your bangles, your watches, your earrings, earrings. your sneakers, anklets, whatever you put ba- on. That's what the salsa yeah. is. The salsa is what takes your taco to a different level. The salsa is one of the places where you can separate yourself from everybody, right? So, in the same like, we can make we can me and you can wear the same clothes, same t-shirt, same jeans, right? Same socks. But I can use my accessories to be better dressed than you. Yeah. That is where you differentiate yourself. That is where you take your taco to a whole other level. Because the sauces, because it's such a, a manageable mm-hmm. b- bite when you have it, mm-hmm. the sauces play a very integral role. They are very essential to the final flavor profile. Mm-hmm. Because the sauces will go and change the taste of everything, the taste else. Of everything else in the taco. Right, so the the sources are your accessories. They are the things that you. Me, I like rings. So like, if I was going to say something, my sources are my sources are my rings, mm-hmm. and you can have like with sources you can have twenty five million sources, mm-hmm. and you can decide that someone wears one ring and it's nice. Someone wears four rings and it's, it's nice. nice. So you can decide that you put five t- sources on your taco, as long as it balances out. Thank you. As <laughs> long as there's balance. You are at will to do whatever you want to do with your tacos, with your sauces. Mm-hmm. And um, my favorite salsa, my favorite sauces involve fruit. My pineapple top, one. My oh, top my three, goodness. my top three sauces are third. I'll give third to uh, manzana, manzana, um, ha- manzana habanero mm-hmm. salsa. Second place, I'll give that to mango, mango de gallo. Mm-hmm. And then first place, I'll give that to the the grilled pineapple. Yo, the grilled pico pineapple pico. Yeah. Oof. With the grilled pineapple pico is. Yo. I don't really. I really. I've released it once this year. Yeah, I don't really once. release it often because it has a very small 
period within which we have to have it otherwise to go off yeah the, for the because of the pineapple exactly so it's it's very but yeah i don't sauces like are, sauces are i don't level. like pineapples but that's pineapple pickles yeah so yeah sauces and and the sauces can be chunky and they can be a sauce so the one thing i like about a lot of mexican sauces is that they're not cooked mm-hmm. at first when i used to make sauces i mean you can make a salsa which is cooked and i make sauces that are cooked barbecue salsa butter cayenne butter barbecue all of those are sauces and i cook them and those are liquid sauces yes those are liquid sauces but normally with liquid sauces they usually do a weird blend just blend the stuff and on the mm-hmm. i never understood i always thought it would taste weird but the difference between what they do uh-huh. and what i was doing initially was i wasn't adding salt now you see when you add salt and you blend it that's a whole other monster what does the salt do it's salt but you see normally <laughs> when you are blending stuff uh-huh for stew and stuff you don't add salt no so when you come you can you don't want to taste the thing no, because it tastes raw exactly but when you add the salt and other salt elements soy sauce fish sauce other things to increase the actual flavor of the constituents you can get monsters like the one i did the the salsa verde i did for kiki's thing okay yeah that those all the shout out to kiki hi kiki <laughs> all, all those things happened without cooking they went straight from blender to package yes yes yes, yes. and that's the day I, that's the day i figured out oh this is how it actually works so the salt sort of cooks salt, it, salt, it, is, no, 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 it doesn't, doesn't cook, cook it, it but it just give, it amplifies the flavor so okay. it doesn't taste like raw blended vegetables it tastes like a sauce okay right so it cold. leaves it leaves you with a fresher tasting taco mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. when you cook things sugars will caramelize it becomes dense mm-hmm. so you need i actually put way more lime juice when i'm using like a cooked salsa but when i'm using a fresh salsa sometimes some sauces even have lime juice in it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then before. even though lime juice is not a quote-unquote component it is the icing on the cake the perfect icing on the most savory thing you can consume at taco Okay, so if already we've only talked about liquid salsa so far. What's your favorite liquid salsa before? Favorite liquid salsa? Yes, that you've made. Manzana, manzana habanero. Oof, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody's going to keep wondering why I'm just going mm, every time he mentions something. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite liquid salsa. Yeah, but so liquid salsa. I think is, the shabaku is my favorite liquid salsa. Yeah, but just because I'm a Ghanaian, I like pepper. <laughs> yeah, that shit up. That shit up basis. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> So um liquid liquid sauces. So I think salsa actually translates to sauces. To sauces, I think. yes. Which is why I always get confused. I think I mentioned this in the other episode. Why Mexicans call pico a salsa? It is what it is. Oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so yeah, you have to talk then, about the chunky sauces. Chunky sauce. So chunky sauces are the textural kings of tacos. I always have at least one chunky salsa in my tacos because they are usually made up of little cubes, the diced versions of multiple vegetables basically the the the, nat- the national salsa i'm not sure if this is right i heard it somewhere <laughs> the national salsa of mexico is pico de gallo cilantro green bell peppers onions and tomatoes the reason why the person said they are the national is because once you mix them they give you the colors of mexico Oh wow, is it? That's what the person said. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's lying or not. It makes sense. So, I also I've also taken it and I'm running with it. Wow. But the basic one is pico de gallo, but now 
from that base flavor, once you eat pico, what you realize is that pico is it's funny. One bite you are chewing onion, the next bite you are chewing, I mean one chew. So you put a spoon of pico de in your mouth. In one chew, you are chewing tomatoes. The next chew, you are chewing onions. The next chew, you are chewing green pepper. And they are all raw. So they are all in their right state. So they are crunchy and juicy and stuff. So it adds flavor bumps to the entire thing you are eating. But for me, those three are never enough. So I complicate things. I add things with nice crunch texture. So cucumbers... Um, give it a little freshness and crunch um carrots um apples mangoes pineapples pineapples different kinds of fruits i haven't used banana yet i feel like it's not going to work but different i don't like bananas so you'd have to do a lot to let me like peanuts in crunchy salsa and they are magnificent why haven't i tried that (laughs) sorry Uh, uh okay so according to google pico de gallo also, also called salsa fresca or salsa cruda, it's a type of salsa commonly used in Mexican cuisine. So, yep, you're not completely wrong. Yeah. yeah. So, the chunky sauces are my favorite part of tacos, and the chunky sauces are like yeah, they also part of the accessories. Yeah. So let's just say that's like your bracelet or something. It's just part. It just it's not. The it's not necessary. To the dish. Their it's accents, not, yeah. yeah. As you said, their accents. It's not necessary. There should be a salsa in there because, but if like you have like some very luscious pork, which is it doesn't need sauce, you can actually have ladder. But yeah, it's not necessary. But we still wear a watch. We have a watch and we check for time in our pocket. <laughs> but we still wear the watch <laughs> because it is gone and it's nice and it's necessary. And it goes so, with the outfit. So, so yes. we wear the watch. <laughs> And the salsa has to be part of the taco. Is for me, it's is is like I said, it's what separates your taco from everybody else's taco. So it is very, very, very necessary for us at least. The salsa is the last part. Is the last component. Yeah, and then after that, you have a taco. You can do whatever you want. And to then that. after that, you squeeze some lime on and it. Yes, kill it. Trust me. If you haven't had the taco before, try it. Everybody I've introduced to tacos is astounded by how much of the flavor profile complicates itself like a taco complicates itself once you can find tortillas you should be able to make your own tacos with even the stuff you have at home i don't think you need to buy anything extra anything extra you might have to buy that you wouldn't buy on a normal day so tortilla yeah so once you can find access to a tortilla you should build your tacos at home trust me they are a an entirely different window to an entirely different world which, outside of, there's only one person I know in this world who doesn't like tacos. Who's that? Let's keep him anonymous for now. <laughs> Please, I don't, I don't want him to cut my, <laughs> cut me. But my yeah, tacos are. I would you say they're the Mexican version of a sushi? The, potentially, yeah, they are what's the stereotypical Mexican food. Yeah. If I was, if if someone says provide a dish when you say taco, yeah, I'll say make the same. I'll say sushi for Japan Japanese, or ramen yeah. for Japan. Yeah. No, but not just in um, association, but also in the oh, fact I that you what, can do I, I you can you do mean. anything no, and so put you anything see, together to with, make with tacos in Mexico. I think we are we are more flexible. The Than thing about sushi. Japanese uh, about sushi, sushi is not 
as flexible. People are trying to break barriers, but I see there's a lot of heritage and stuff with, At- attached to, to it. a lot of Japanese food. So it's lots of Japanese everything. People are people. There are people who have been who are doing fusion sushi and stuff, and proper Japanese people do not go to their restaurants. But <laughs> taco and yeah, taco is taco is also very versatile because it goes from being street food to being super expensive food. It all depends on what's in it. Because if I put something like pork iberico in my taco, I'm charging you three hundred dollars for it because <laughs> yeah. It's, Wait, it's, so, what is? Please explain what is taco iberico. Pork iberico. It's pork iberico. Oh, it's a it's a the meat of a special kind of pig, iberical pork, which is grown in certain parts of Europe. In certain places in America, it's even illegal to import iberical pork, and oh, wow. they are they are they are different because. They are finished with acorns, so their meat has a way more better tex- texture and taste as compared to regular pork. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's expensive, like very expensive. It's like the wagyu of pork. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You don't. You've never done hard shell tacos. I don't like them. Why? They they break apart too easily. Like <laughs> once you is. I don't know. If, it doesn't fold into your mouth. It's not even that. I don't know if there's a skill to eating them, but every time I've tried them, one bite and the whole thing shatters. It's like, oh, what is this? Because it's a shell. Yeah, I like the pliable. I can bite it and. <laughs> exactly. I It's just a personal preference. I know someone, I think, Official Kwame, shout mm. out to Official Kwame, has been <laughs> saying that he wants me to make. Um, every time he's commented, I think two or three times commented about my tacos, he's always okay. been asking for me to make hard shell. Maybe there's an art to eating them. If I figure out, I'll attempt it. But until then, it's, it's too much of a a risk for me. Colossal risk to eating it. It's going to break apart and do all that. It's m- messy. That's your problem. Yeah. But you like messy food. Yeah, but I like messy in a contained space. The food should be messy. Not <laughs> like, You want you, your you messiness to have order. Yes. It shouldn't, <laughs> order in chaos. Oh it shouldn't God. be messy because... I didn't know I went to bite some place and then the whole thing shattered. Now the Tetegana taco is has become chips. It, it, it has become <laughs> Ta- nachos. Nachos. Well. Like well. I mean nachos <laughs> are fine, but I didn't buy nachos. So what's up with that? Um, okay. I'm have done slash I'm doing some research. Mm-hmm. And apparently there are bucket tacos. What? Yes. Um it's a metal bowl filled with lard. Um, and different kinds of meat and carnitas. So it's like a carnita. And then and then bit and then they give you the tortilla Ta- and then you pick it and put yeah, it so in. Yeah, so that's carnitas. Oh. Okay. So now that you brought it up, <laughs> carnitas are like what's the name of that thing? And um, when you cook an animal in its own fat, at a low temperature. Oh. Why you cut animal in its own, own fat? Yeah. Why have I forgotten this? So that's hey, why when you cook it in submerged in confit, yes. Uh. So it's kind of like, it starts off as a confit. It's cooked in lard, right? The uh-huh. the pork pieces are cooked in lamb. Usually I think it's shoulder also. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's cooked in the lard. Lard is pork fat, which is made liquid. Right? Mm-hmm. No, lard is actually pork fat. Mm-hmm. So you liquefy the pork fat cook it in it and then it becomes tender then as it's becoming tender they sort of take it out and finish it on a high heat so the outside is crispy but the inside is very soft, soft. like confit is it's better than it's softer than braised oh it's you can confit any animal technically 
Mm. You can convey anything. I've eaten confit tomatoes on the fried dough show before. Yo. Yeah. So you can convey anything. Okay. So confit is submerging something in fat and cooking it at a low temperature. So that okay. it's basically braising. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. You know how braising is in liquid. Yes. And then dry braising is without liquid. Without liquid. And yes. then confit is inside oil okay. at a low temperature. So that's even boil. Same thing. Okay. Yeah. Sort of like sous vide babada, but not in no, water. No, sous vide. It's it's sort of sort it's of. closer to sous vide. Sous vide is it needs. Oh uh, yeah, okay. I'm that in the okay. sous vide is a whole other monster I'm, on its own. I'm using sous vide as an example with the barest qualification I, in the sort of just yeah. in the way of cooking it in liquid. Yeah, in liquid. But see, sous vide, you need a vacuum bag. Oh uh, yeah, you oh need no, sous vide is a whole way more technical. Te- constant temperature is way more. I'm sorry. I just recently learned what sous vide is, so <laughs> I have to. <laughs> Smashing it everywhere. Yeah, confit, confit is also something else. A whole genre of cooking on its own. Wow. Okay. Ha! Huh, have we exhausted everything there is to say about tacos? What? Okay, let me ask this. Apart from the general putting it together, what are, let's say, your most important personal guidelines that you go by when making a taco? Make sure your meat is not fall apart and up, but it's juicy. Juicy is important. Mm-hmm. It prevents you from having to drown your taco in sauce. Because if the meat is giving some juice, then you need to put just enough sauce. Um, allow your sauces to be loud. I like loud sauces. So my salsa, as soon as you taste it, loud, both, not both necessarily... chunky and liquid? Chunky sauce is chunky sauce. It okay. can't be... Um, okay, so liquid sauce. Allow your liquid sauce to be loud in the sense that um, it can be very spicy. Me, I don't like very spicy stuff. It will be spicy, but loud in the sense that it should be a flavor slap. Like once I tell like, "Ooh, what is this?" Mm-hmm. Because it's going to go and translate into other things. And because you are going to add a squeeze of lime, mm-hmm. it's going to cut through all that richness. So I want my sauce is like potent. I like to make like very potent. It punches you in yeah, the exactly face. a punch kind of sauces. Like sauces should punch you in the face because of the lime mm-hmm. and. Get corn tortillas if you like. <laughs> make your own make your own corn tortillas if you can. If you can, they are always better. Always better. I haven't been able to make some myself, but I have had fresh corn tortillas and oh my god! <laughs> like I can eat fresh corn tortillas on their own. Oh wow! That that's good. Oh, and it, like it makes everything five six times better if you think you like the tacos i make now wait till i can make on tortillas Ooh. your head will hurt they are like very 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 good so if you can if you have someone who is coming from america or something try and get some masa dried masa it will change your and you can do so many things with the masa so m-a-s-a try and M-A-S-A. get some corn masa to make your own tortillas Um, don't let store but once you know you're going to buy store but and it's not going to be as good make sure that the constituents are also elevated and it doesn't matter your price point you can make tacos with 10 cds mm-hmm. and you can make tacos with 500 cds just my advice on what you're putting inside yep, it my advice start at the 10 cd place as you are growing you'll understand what you need to change you don't want to go and start making a 500 cd taco when you don't understand what you are doing so start with cheap things where if something goes wrong at least you can try again so and yeah learn how to treat your meat it's very important. I'm sorry if that sounds weird. <laughs> but learn how to treat your meat. Explain your, treating your, your meat. Your meat should always... Your meat is the star, is the body, is the main... Your protein is the main part of your taco. It has to sing. It has to be loud. It has to be like... 
there it has to be there it's it's very necessary because if it's not your tackle can fall a little flat even if you have the best houses your every component is important basically yeah there aren't that many but they're all yeah there aren't that many and that is why everyone is important because everyone plays a very specific role inside of a tackle yeah so um yeah the same way you can wear dior's today <laughs> and wear foes tomorrow <laughs> you should be able to vary the kinds of your tacos you don't have to be rich to eat tacos all the time a pack of 30 years it's not a bougie meal yep a pack of 30 years 20 centimeter 30 years at max mart costs like 14 cities and they have 8 30 years it's a little expensive but for yourself when you buy that that gives you 8 30 years mm-hmm. you can do a lot with those so just get yourself if you have tortillas and there's excess and you realize oh it's drying out cut it up in little pieces and fry it tortilla chips very great snacks oh tortilla chips are awesome and, you can and they don't get those. flat quickly exactly. so, so put it in a glass jar seal it make sure it's, it's airtight and you can have that as snacks forever yeah just try and be a little more innovative with what you eat you don't have to eat the yeah. same thing even if you do eat the same thing every day vary it as just much as possible and, yeah. that's what we are here for yeah to help you yes so, so chef tacos. what's our recipe for today recipe for today is quesadilla Ooh. so a quesadilla I is basically a taco which has cheese in it so, and it's closed yeah and it's closed and it's tex-mex it's um it's made traditionally with um what do you call it flat tortillas so get your tortilla get some cheese the uh, mozzarella get new cheese so something that's like cheddar mozzarella pepper jack anything that will melt nicely um get your meat this time we are going to do a fish quesadilla so basically get um sardines that's the kind of tortilla i'm trying to do today <coughs> sardines just like title sardines yes okay. like title sardines i'm trying to demonstrate how you can use cheap okay stuff. okay so get title sardine get ketchup get some shit or any shit or you like Mm-hmm. right and then onions tomatoes green pepper and lime juice that's all so your tortillas would go as a base put a little cheese don't put too much if you put too much it will start oozing out and the tortilla the quesadilla will run out of essence flick your your sardines mm-hmm. put them on the cheese just a little cheese mix your ketchup and your cheddar into one cohesive mixture drizzle that on top slice your Chop, or well, I mean, dice your vegetables. Uh-huh. The vegetables I meant: onion, tomatoes, Ooh. green pepper. Yeah. Dice them, put them on top. Squeeze of lime, cover it. Toast Squeeze it of in lime, pan. another layer of cheese, or no, no, no. no. If you put the second layer of cheese, that's the mistake I told you that we make. Oh, it's too okay, much. okay, okay. Yes. So, so no just, second layer of yeah, cheese. Yeah, just a layer of che- one layer yeah, at, the at the bottom. Okay. And then put your just a little lime juice on top. If you like, you can save your lime juice for even after when you are eating it. But I like to put mine inside. Fold it over so now it looks like a pie. Yes. Now cheese side down into a, a medium to medium low non-stick skillet on the on the fire mm-hmm. make sure your skillet is hot first slide your thing inside and then let it you see it will start melting mm-hmm. medium heat so that it will also create a nice crust mm-hmm. after like a minute or two flip it gently flip it onto the other side and let that go for another minute take it off allow it to cool 
Very important. Do not chase cheese pool. Bro, hot cheese. <laughs> hot cheese on your tongue is not Do it. not chase the cheese pool. Allow it to cool for a minute or two so that everything will redistribute and calm down. If yeah, that's in a hurry, put it under a fan or something. Yeah, just let it cool a little. Slice into two triangles or as many triangles as you want and enjoy. It's a simple quesadilla for. Yeah, you can have that with like juice. Again, anything you want. Yeah, anything you want. Yes, please. If you do try any of these recipes, feel free to quote uh, the Blue Cheese account or Kiko's account or my account with um, the results of the recipe that you tried. We love to see how it turned out, what you learned from doing it, whether you enjoyed it or not, if you're going to try it again. So, yeah, please let us know. Also, socials. Also, the socials, our socials. Oh, yes, our socials, yes. It's the blue cheese underscore underscore on Twitter, on Twitter. The and the blue cheese with two underscores on Instagram. Instagram. And then I am Chef Kicks, Chef underscore Kicks, K E E K S on Twitter and Instagram. And I am Sadies B, S A D S underscore B. Yes, on again Twitter and Instagram. So, so you can find me. Thanks for joining us for this. Also, episode. one more thing if you have had great experiences with tacos we've delivered to you same quotes let us know tell us we love to hear what you have to say and how you've enjoyed or experienced the food we give you it's been great talking to you today about tacos and we'll see you again next time bye peace out <laughs>